what is going on everybody this is episode 401 of the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we talk about georgia southern and atlanta falcons football and we made it over the hump we made it to over 400 episodes it's a pretty big deal for me i want to thank everybody who submitted questions and gave you know their feedback people who shared the episode and people who came through to watch and like the episode from here all the way to the podcast avenues i really appreciate you guys you guys are amazing i can't thank you guys enough for the support and today we are jumping back to the atlanta falcons we've talked a lot of georgia southern lately with the you know the press conferences at the sunbelt media day and all the other things that are going on over there I, I, I want to say this before I jump back to the Atlanta Falcons. There's a lot of things going on in Statesboro with the team and the facilities and, and, and for Georgia Southern and on their campus. It's going to be a really exciting year for Georgia Southern. I can't wait to really talk about it, but just be, you know, patient and just be known, just know that it's going to be an exciting time in Statesboro. But I mean, you know, the, the transformation and the transition is something really huge. Now, over here, we talk about Atlanta Falcons football and Georgia Southern football. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. Also, I'm on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple, and Google Podcasts. And we're going to talk about training camp. What's been going on? I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions from the first day and, and anything else behind that. Talk about a, a signing or two. We're going to also talk about what's going on with the players since they've been reporting to training camp. And it's it's, it's pretty simple. I'm going to keep it as brief as possible, but I'm, you know, I'm going to give you as much of information that I can. As of right now, and I think this is going to be set in stone, Mariota is the starter. Uh, he's been starting with the first team, um, with the first team and everything. It, it kind of been expected at the end of the day. You know, Desmond Ritter looks like the guy that's going to be a flash in the pan that's going to, you know, ignite the, the team at some point. I kind of thought that he was going to be the guy that, you know, really take the helm and take the lead. But Mariota's just ahead of him. You know, it, it, it happens with seniority and familiarity. So with Mariota's being, you know, um, ahead of the game, in some cases, I feel like we're in good hands. But at the same time, I really want to see what Ritter does. So we're, I think we're going to see what he can do in the preseason or whatever the case may be. But with that being said, it's basically that's what it is you know Mariota is going to be the starter and uh you got uh Desmond Ritter is going to be the the backup so pretty cool we may get another quarterback I'm not really sure but it looks like it's just going to be those two now as far as our former quarterback Felipe Franks it looks like he's going to be uh you know the tight end for the most part but he has been taking some uh he said he's going to he will be taking reps at quarterback throughout the weeks of practice whatever the case may be but it looks like at the end of the day, he may end up, you know, being more uh, on, on the tight end side of things. I, I, it's going to be kind of, kind of interesting to see how that's going to happen because he's been rotating with the tight ends, you know, a lot of since we I, I talked about it and it was noted that he was going to be moving over to that position. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but I, I would like to see him at quarterback more likely than tight more than tight end because we did um you know get more depth on the tight end um with the tight end situation so uh i would like to see it but as of right now it's kind of like back and forth but he's been doing a lot with the tight end so um it's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out um as far as uh deon jones Deion Jones is out there, um, you know, for training camp, which is really cool because you didn't know how that was going to play out because with him being on the pup list, didn't know he was going to be able to, you know, actually practice or be out there. It was really, 
you know, something to uh, think about. But they said he his recovery is going along just well. Um, the fact that he's on the pup list now, that means he can come back at any time. So we're not really worrying about, you know, how long is he going to be out for the season or whatever the case may be. Because if it was in season, it would have been a while before he can come back, if can come back, if any. I think it's like six games or something like that. But since it's happened prior, it's it's a simple, it, prior to training camp, he can come back at any time. So that's that's really cool to know about as well. Um, as far as the offensive line, Drew Dahlman uh, took majority of the first team uh, reps. So that's pretty cool to see um, how that's going to be playing out because the. The offensive line is clearly our Achilles heel on this team. I, I, I that's it, especially I think it's what the I can't I, I want to say it's the left side or it could be the right side, but I think it's more of the left side because that's where Jalen Mayfield mostly it was. Um, and it it just hasn't worked out in the way that we want it to. But um, with him and even with Caleb McGarry. Um, he's on the opposite side, so like really, the uh, the offensive line in general is is kind of like a liability. We want to have those guys intact so we can have those uh, our quarterback upright and and they were actually able to run the ball a little bit. So, but with Dalman, um, look like they're going to be rotating with Dalman and Matt Hennessy for a while with the first team and see how that plays out. I mean, I'm pretty sure around about week number two of of the preseason, kind of going to know how that's going to you know solidify itself and definitely by week one uh so that's pretty good offensive line competition in general chris lindstrom and jake matthews um you know they're 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 um pretty much i'm, I'm looking at it here it says their spots are basically up for grabs like all the spots so um, with all the other guys who have come in like elijah wilkinson and and jermaine um um Ifedi, um if Eddie Jermaine, you know, those guys are going to be competing for a position. So that that's, just goes to show you that it, there is some, you know, uh, issue at offensive line that we could actually see um, take place to solidify and make that, you know, all, make that line better. So what are the guys that we know now is not set in stone. We still have other guys who can't come in, but, you know, throughout the uh, off season, it's actually going to, uh, put some pressure on the guys who are already here. If anything, I think it was um, a uh, Chris Lipstrom. I think he was the one that actually did very well throughout the season. And uh, between him and Jake Matthews, uh, I want to say every spot is up for grabs, but I will say, you know, those two guys are pretty much solidified because between Matthews and Lindstrom, they were the ones that was the most consistent and most effective. And, you know, I think I said uh, a few minutes ago that every spot is up for grabs. But if I really think about it, I think those two guys are really going to be the ones that that's going to be on the offensive line no matter what. I think they, they've pretty much done everything they had to do for the last, um, you know, year or so uh, to keep their job pretty much secure. Now, Caleb McGarry, uh, you also have um, – uh, what's his name? I just, I just said his name. Um, Jalen Mayfield, you know, he's going to be really uh, um, having the spotlight on him. Matt Hennessy, Drew Dahlman, those guys are going to be looked at as well. So that's why you have the Wilkinsons and the Jermaines come in to actually uh, see what they can do. Uh, so for the most part, the first uh, day of training camp was not much of anything that I that I know of that stood out. I know they said that uh, – I know there was a few reports that saying that uh, – Felipe, not Felipe Franks. Oh my God, 
Marcus Mariota looked really, really good. I think at one point he was like 15 to 15 at one point. So uh, that's really cool to see. Uh, um, how does that uh, translate to, um, you know, the actual game? It doesn't really mean nothing. I mean, training camp is training camp. You you have to continue to get these reps in and practice and do what you have to do to um, execute at a high level. So this is what we're going to see these guys actually do um, really big things. You know, I think I think I think this team is going to shock a lot of people. I think Kyle Pitts was one of the ones like saying that uh, right along the same lines of um, Zacchaeus. He's uh, was saying that this team could be a playoff team. They could do some really good things. And I, I believe that, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think it, I, I really believe that if this team could just play the football and execute the way that they can, I think they'll be fine. You know, I think a lot of our you know, fan base really worry about what the other teams are doing. And that never helps. It never helps when you're worrying about what the other teams are doing. You have to worry about what you can do against them. And that and, and that's the most important thing. Uh really uh, also another thing that was talked about was depth. I mean, I think depth is always a, a really good thing because you want to have enough guys to come in to compete in iron sharpens iron. You want guys to continuously get better and 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 put in for that, you know, that starting position so when you have guys that are uh, uh we have like three or four running backs that look like they can do something a cordell patterson a damian williams tyler algier quadri allison avery williams caleb huntley and then you have all the 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 cornerbacks that are coming in that are actually going to be you know vying for a spot as well it's too many of those guys i can i i i can't name off the top of my head i know you know aj terrell obviously um you also have Casey Hayward, Isaiah Oliver, and, you know, um, Darren Hall. I think Darren Hall is still – yeah, Darren Hall. You have all those guys that are um, – Dwayne Harmon is another defensive back. You know, uh, Richie Grant is just another safety. You know, you got all these guys that are going to be competing for some type of position on the field. So that is something that we really um, – you know, want to continue to watch because these guys are actually um, going to be stepping up and doing what they have to do. Uh, also, speaking of safeties and the defensive backs, the, the Falcons did sign a free agent. You know, we got um, Brandon Linus um, uh, for from the Packers. So he's going to be coming in at some point to actually be um, an asset to the team. So that that's, that's really cool at the end of the day. So when you're looking at a situation with more guys coming in during training camp to actually, you know, be uh, somewhat of an asset. That's really cool. Also, there's been other rumblings with other signings. I want to try to get to them real quick before I get out of here. Uh, let's see. I want to see if it's one. Because there was a couple of guys from the 49ers. Well, one guy from the 49ers that was signed. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. But um, they bought him in. I don't know if he's really signed, but they bought him in just to see what he can do. And um, that that's that's going to be really cool as well. Because it's always you want to get more, you know, depth. Arnold Ebiquete reflects on the first day of training camp, learning from experienced edge rushers. Ebiquete, I don't have much to say about him as well. Just looking at the AtlantaFalcons.com right here. And it's not much to say. I just want to see him to continue to have fun and actually um, go through the motions of learning to be a good edge rusher. You know, that that's really um, the main thing. With him, Lorenzo Carter, and others, uh, I think we're going to be able to, you know, do some things against other uh, offensive lines. And I, I want to see how that all plays out. So um, 
I'm really, really interested to see how this goes because I'm I'm here for all of this. I'm here for all of this. I want to see how everything plays out and how things are going to be moving and shaking. Uh, I wasn't able to honestly focus all the way on training camp like I wanted to due to the fact that I've been doing, you know, the whole Q&A on the last episode and stuff. So, um, but looking at my thoughts from what I see so far, looks like we're going to be in pretty good, you know, shape, you know, you know, it's just one day, but it is what it is. Um, also the, the 49ers, the, uh, defensive tackle, that's who it was. Darren Daniels was the, uh, guy that was, uh, actually, um, picked up. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we actually was able to get him here. And, uh, also I want to say, what else I wanted to say? What else that we, I think it was something that Bray, not Braylon Edwards, but Brian Edwards said about, uh, Drake London. I think he said something along the lines that uh, he feels that Drake London is somewhat like Mike Evans, but more nimble or something like that. I can't find the story, but I think that's pretty interesting uh, what he said. So, uh, but nevertheless, I don't want to continue to ramble, but I really, from what I see, what my thoughts and opinions are, I don't have anything to say like, oh man, I'm really excited. It just seems like it was par for the cars. And, you know, day two has been taking place as well. But from the first day, from what I see, it's like, it looks like they're just putting in work. And that's what they're supposed to do. Nothing really stands out to me. It looks like they're going through the motions. And and a lot of things that are were expected look like that's what's happened with the Mariota situation, Felipe Franks, or whatever the case may be, uh, Desmond Ritter. Uh, the competition is there. They're bringing in guys. They brought in the safety. They brought in the defensive tackle. And, um... It's just going to continue to move and move forward. So I, 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 there's not much here, guys, not much to be excited about. We just want to see if this guy's going to continue to execute and be at a really high level of playing football because this is a transition that's really, you know, different. You know, we have a new quarterback in the year two of Arthur Smith's scheme is being implemented. So it's going to be really um, uh, interesting to see how much they're going to able to um, put things together. So uh, I, I want, I'm going to continue to be here for it. And, and if anything significant happens, we're going to uh, continue to uh, report on it and talk about it, give commentary about it. But as of right now, it's business as usual, status quo. Nothing really stands out to say, oh, man, what's going on? I just want to see these guys get, you know, through training camp healthy and get in the preseason and start um, really trying to win some football games. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Episode 401, I gave you my first day of training camp thoughts. They're already going into day two and so on and so on. Uh, I like what I see so far. Look like nothing is really standing out, but it's nothing bad either. So I hope they just continue to do the best they can to be the best uh, on the field. You know, we have an uphill battle and hopefully we'll be able to do something with it. Um, also, you can find this podcast on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And I want to thank you guys again for the support. Don't want to hold you up, you guys, too much longer, especially on a Friday like this. You guys, take it easy. Enjoy your weekend. Do something nice for yourself and or others. And I will be back on Monday unless some wild or crazy story that's worth mentioning I will, you know, pop in and, and I'll give my two cents on them. All right, y'all. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.